If it seems we are crazy, it's to bring glory to God. And if we're in our right minds, it's for your benefit. Either way, Christ's love controls us. Hi, I'm Josh. Welcome to Honestly Radio. The joy of living your life for Christ is your life looks like Jesus. The tough part is your life looks like Jesus. There is a deep, profound joy that comes with serving the Lord. There is also immense heartbreak, most of it having to do with serving people. I think sometimes we forget that in attempting to be Christ-like, we also endure some of the pains and wounds that Christ did. Jesus gave us a heads up about it in John 15, 18-21, New Living Translation. If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. The world would love you as one of its own if you belong to it. But you are no longer part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world, so it hates you. Do you remember what I told you? A slave is not greater than the master. Since they persecuted me, naturally they will persecute you. And if they had listened to me, they would listen to you. They will do all this to you because of me, for they have rejected the one who sent me. What I want to stress to you is this. The very best thing you can give your life to, your time, talents, and service to, is Jesus. We are not just building something that will last a while. We are helping build out the eternal kingdom of God. Many people have given their entire lives to far less worthy efforts, and all they're left with are earthly trinkets telling them they did a good job. We live for the moment we see God for the first time, face to face, and he embraces us saying, Welcome home, my good and faithful servant. No one understood this better, perhaps, than the Apostle Paul. He endured beatings, imprisonment, shipwrecks, execution attempts, abandonment, and direct attacks against his character and ministry, all for the cause of Christ. We see the last bit clearly in his second letter to the Corinthians, where he had planted a church. Paul gave everything to see believers thrive in this sin-soaked town. He devoted himself to see each member grow in Christ. But unfortunately, while Paul was in Ephesus, terrible news reached the apostle. The church had been overran by a group of self-styled false apostles. They immediately began assaulting the character of Paul while trying to build their own following and teach their false gospel. It was a demonic, united effort to convince church members to turn from Paul and Jesus. Paul immediately dropped everything and went to Corinth. His heart was broken for the church. The painful visit was not a success from Paul's perspective. Someone in the church, possibly one of the false apostles, openly insulted him. Paul was devastated. There was no loyalty. No one jumped to his defense. Paul returned to Ephesus, feeling broken and defeated. The pain caused by this betrayal was so personal, it actually caused him to struggle in his ministry. Paul struggled. I just wanted you to hear that for a moment. When you're wrestling with your own feeling of failure and disappointment, just know you're in good and godly company. You're certainly not alone. I've been there, and so has Jesus. Finally, after a season of feeling defeated, Paul received news that the majority of the Corinthians had repented of their rebellion and finally kicked the false teachers out. It was then Paul wrote 2 Corinthians. This is a letter from a man who has battled through his failures, disappointment, and brokenness. 
And with this new perspective, experience, and wisdom, Paul writes another letter to set the record straight and once again minister to the believers in Corinth. We're reading out of 2 Corinthians chapter 5. In the first half of the chapter, Paul shares his desire to leave his earthly body and be united with God in heaven. He is ready to go. And yet, he recognizes that wherever he is, his number one goal is to please the Lord. As we enter verse 11, Paul shares the core mission of the church and all Christ followers. Because we understand our fearful responsibility to the Lord, we work hard to persuade others. God knows we are sincere, and I hope you know this too. Are we commending ourselves to you again? No, we are giving you a reason to be proud of us, so you can answer those who brag about having a spectacular ministry rather than having a sincere heart. If it seems we are crazy, it is to bring glory to God. And if we are in our right minds, it is for your benefit. Either way, Christ's love controls us. Paul is setting a crystal clear tone and vision. We serve God because he is worthy. He has overwhelmingly blessed us with the gift of salvation. This is why we are here. Even if what we do seems extreme, crazy even, it's the result of the love of Jesus. We are not here for ourselves. We are here to glorify God. Paul continues sharing the mission and purpose of the church and believers. Since we believe that Christ died for all, we also believe that we have all died to our old life. He died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ, who died and was raised for them. Paul wants us to understand the richness and depth of Christ's sacrifice. It wasn't so you could continue as is. No, you are a new creation. You are meant to have a new life. It should look profoundly different. And the only reasonable response to this enormous gift is to live for the one who gave everything, Jesus Christ. Paul shares his valuable wisdom. If you're pursuing your calling for Christ and you feel defeated, I want you to hear this. If you're questioning the numbers in ministry, I want you to hear this. If you feel discouraged in your walk with God, I want you to hear this. It's a profound truth for living a godly life. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view, how differently we know him now. When you are engaged in things of eternal value, earthly scales will never be able to measure it. Stop looking at things from a human point of view. Jesus is doing infinitely more than we can think or understand with our acts of obedience. With the pursuit of our calling, with the dedication of our ministry, remember, at one point, Jesus, he was just an idea to you. How different is Christ to you now? The richness and depth of God that you can't even begin to measure. We have to remind ourselves it's not about the earthly result. It's all about the heavenly reward. Our victory is not found in numbers. It's found in Jesus. Our value does not come from the applause of others. It comes from Christ alone. Rejoice in what you are doing for the Father. Look to Him for your encouragement. Look to Him for your worth. 
Paul could never have known how God would use his struggles with the church of Corinth to minister to generations of Christians. Out of his faith, obedience, struggles, and pain, God delivered an inspired letter that would minister to millions. Paul couldn't see us in 2022 reading his letters. He could only see a small group of struggling believers that he was desperately trying to minister to. God had much bigger plans. Jesus is empowering and enabling you to build his eternal kingdom. Earthly trinkets will never measure up to that. And finally, Paul breaks it down. He shares his heart, his mission, his calling, and his vision. He says, And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sin against them. He gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. That, my friends, is it. That's the reason for it all. We are here to share the good news. Christ has put us on mission. We are here as ambassadors to share this. Christ has made a way. He paved it with the cross. He can erase your sins and reunite you with God. You no longer have to sit in darkness. You no longer have to be consumed by sin and destruction. Hope is here. Love is here. Redemption, renewal is here. Salvation is here. And it all begins with Jesus. When you are fulfilling your role as Christ's ambassador, you are truly successful. When you are sharing the good news, encouraging people to come back to God, you are fulfilling an eternal and holy calling. Draw strength from that. Draw comfort from that. You are on mission to draw people to God. That is worth every pain, betrayal, and heartache. As we imitate our Savior so that everyone might be made right with God through Christ. Thank you for joining us. We are excited for you to look like Jesus and begin the incredible work as Christ's ambassador. Thank you for sharing hope, redemption, and salvation with your community. Check out honestlyradio.com. All of our shows are available there for free and for download. You can find links to connect with Honestly Radio on social media there as well. We deeply appreciate your help in sharing God's word and teaching with others. If you can spare a moment, please leave a rating on Apple Podcast or Spotify. I want to encourage you to connect with God daily in prayer, in the Bible, and in community through a local church. This has been my daily reminder on Honestly Radio. Remember, live honestly, be blessed. We'll see you next time.